Hello and welcome to the inaugural broadcast of ChefDano.com. I'm Dan McCoy. I remember it clearly. The year was 2000. It was a new century. And as a world, we had just survived what we thought was the doomsday of Y2K. I was driving north on North Adams, which is about four blocks north of Main Street in Fredericksburg, Texas. It was the fourth Airstream RV trip that summer with the family and the kiddos. And for the fourth time, I saw a for sale sign by owner in front of a little bitty house. Small by anyone's standards, about 1,100 square feet. But on a large double lot, the largest in the historic district at the time, was a quaint little house with window panes painted red and a standing seam roof. Even though I couldn't afford it, I called the owner and I made an offer. It was the best real estate deal I've ever made. Not because of the growth in real estate values, but because I was able to enjoy spending time with my family in the heart of the Texas Hill Country. Fredericksburg was a different town back then. It was a lazy little German town. The sidewalks on Main Street were empty after 5 p.m. There was a new gourmet restaurant downtown called the Navajo Grill in a small building, and there were only a handful of wineries. We lived in the little house on the weekends. It was only two bedrooms, so as Will and Catherine grew older, one of them had to flip a coin to see who had to sleep on the blow-up mattress in the closet. It creaked and groaned when you walked over the floors that were built in 1910, and there were grass burrs on our dog from running in the backyard. The kitchen was very small, but over the years, with my wonderful lifelong friends and neighbors, David and Darlene Marowitz, we created some amazing meals and memories. We made a paella so big over a wood fire, we couldn't lift it off the heat. And I learned to cook steaks over post oak, something that I still do today. Four years ago, I made another big decision. When my youngest graduated high school in Corsicana, I sold the family home, and I sold that little house on Adams. And with only six minutes of decision-making, I made an offer on a home here on Morris Ranch, a historic piece of land about 10 miles southwest of Fredericksburg. It was an emotional decision to leave downtown. And being able to walk into town and have a glass of wine and figure out a way to wander your way back home to your house. But now I get to do that and see nothing but the sunsets over West Texas, and I absolutely have no regrets. And now it's 2020, two decades after I first moved to the Hill Country, and this time another big change in my life. This time there's no computer emergency, but rather the global pandemic of COVID-19. And after 25 years of being in every part of the American healthcare market, from private practice, working for a hospital, research, education, and insurance, I found myself free to move full-time to the Hill Country. Today is a different Texas Hill Country. There's still a cowboy mentality with an overtone of living on the edge of the frontier, but now you're surrounded by wineries. Today, you'll have trouble finding a reservation at one of the scores of local restaurants, and for me, you're going to find a local HEB that will rival a central market in any big city. In June, I graduated from Texas Tech University with a dual certificate in winemaking and viticulture, and with the help of my great friends, John and Dabs Holloman and Ronnie and Diane Young, we planted a vineyard off of Bear Creek Road. I'm blessed because John and Dabs are the founders of the famous 1851 winery here, with Dabs winning the gold medal at the prestigious San Francisco Wine Contest. And Ronnie and Diane are absolutely perfect property managers. My job is to cook and drink, two jobs that I'm perfect for. Until COVID-19 turned dirty and mean, I entertained almost every weekend here on Morris Ranch. Uh, when it became difficult to entertain in person, I started writing about it. 
My kiddos, friends, and family have lived through popovers, endless tomato pies, and lots of thick steaks. And what about ferments? Hot sauce, kimchi, sauerkraut, pickles, you name it, I've tried to ferment it. There's a bubbling barrel of vinegar in my kitchen right now. I built a garden in the yard, and I built a bar in the house. I'm not a chef. I'm an amateur home cook who likes to spend time in the kitchen with family and friends. And now I'm blessed to live and work here on the banks of the Perdinelles River. I was born in Iredale, Texas, in the middle of the central Texas, and grew up on a small cattle ranch in Bosque County. I've worked all over Texas, but this year marks the 20th year that I've had a home here in Gillespie County. For me, food has always been a passion. I'm inspired by the creativity, the need for precision and focus, and the boundless opportunities to grow and learn. As long as I can remember, I have enjoyed spending time in the kitchen. My first memories of cooking are with my elderly babysitter who grew up in the Depression and had become a master of making a lot with a little. She taught me the deliciousness of home canned tomatoes captured at just the right level of ripeness and that making peanut brittle requires practice and being attentive to observing what's in the pan and not necessarily following the clock. And so for the last 30 years, I've been learning and cooking. And so what is Texas Hill Country Cuisine? I like to describe it as the flavors of Texas and the Southwest with a note of refinement. More grit than you would find in Napa, but a hint of the chuck wagon and country cooking of Texas. Lillian Fehrenbach, the wife of famed Texas historian T.R. Fehrenbach, authored the Perdinellis Country Cookbook in 1968, and it included recipes for Texas chili, barbecued cabrito, dove stuffed with sausage, and even fricassee of armadillo. Fifty years later, you'll still find the influences of Texas heritage cooking, but it will be married with much thicker steaks and now Gulf seafood. Open fire cooking, direct coal barbecue, offset smokers are now paired with modern techniques like sous vide and the smoking gun. The armadillo is safe in my backyard for the moment. Whereas wine was an afterthought in the past, it forms a fundamental element of Texas Hill Country food today. With over 80 wineries and 2 million visitors a year to our area, second only to Napa and wine regions, the influence of wine is immeasurable. I come from a long line of storytellers. Uh, The McCoy boys, as my father's brothers were called, never let facts get in the way of a good story, but loved telling the events of their childhood and of life on the farms and ranches of Central Texas. If they were alive today, they would look on with disbelief concerning the population growth and tourism here, along with the land prices, of the farms and ranches of their youth. But some things never change. Like the glorious sunsets and night skies here, full of stars. It's a tradition on Morse Ranch that no one ever misses a sunset. And it serves as a time for us to pay homage to the beauty that is Texas. So join me on this journey as I experiment with recipes and blog about the food and lifestyle of the Texas Hill Country.